Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, February 12, 2021. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. Happy Chinese New Year, everyone. Kong hei fat choi. Is that how they say it? Happy Chinese New Year. I uh, hope you get some tikoi in your life. I'm a big fan of tikoi, but I'm trying to get sexy, trying to lose some weight. So I'm off the tikoi train for this year. But to everyone celebrating uh, Chinese New Year, what's up? Happy Chinese New Year. And I think it's probably your day off, maybe. So I don't know. You might not be even listening to this till after the long weekend. But I hope you had a good one. What did I want to say to you guys? What did I want to say? Oh, that's right. Um, happy Valentine's Day in advance as well. Do you have a Valentine's, huh? You have a little something something going on? You're going to get laid? Most people probably get laid on Valentine's, right? I mean, that's a thing. They'll probably have candles. It's probably the only time you make love with candles on the side. <laughs> I mean, what makes, what makes, uh, you know, doing the nasty more special on Valentine's? Is it more special? Or is it just another day of banging? Okay. Okay, I have a few things that I want to talk about. So, you know, my podcast on Wednesday is supposed to be Tuesday, but Wednesday. So not too long ago, told you I lost my wallet. So uh, updates on that. I have not found my wallet. It is good as gone, I'm pretty sure. And I'm never going to see it again. And I'm pretty bummed about it. But I got a new wallet thanks to Paeng, my boss Paeng. And, uh, it's the same brand, actually, of the wallet that I lost. It's, uh, that, the, the one I, uh, I couldn't think of last podcast. So it's McJim. It's, it's a Pinoy brand, but it's, it's like pre quality leather. Good stuff, man. And, uh, thank you to buying for my wallet. And I think it's just now it's a process of replacing everything in it. I, I still haven't got my replacement cards. Uh, I still haven't tried to get my license. I'm probably this week is going to be the week that I do it. Uh, later on, we have a Valentine's Day online party for the radio station, so uh, I, I'm looking forward to doing that. But before, you know, next week, I'm prepared, mentally prepared. I have to do a lot of shit to replace my stuff. But once I get, okay, I feel like once I get my license, everything's going to be okay now. Because I, I, I don't need uh, my cards yet. I still have, you know, I can withdraw cash if ever I need to. So it's just really the license. Once I get that, I feel like I can start anew. That's when I've past the five stages of grieving you know i am i have uh what is the fifth stage again closure or whatever but i'm gonna get some closure i'm gonna i'm gonna slowly start healing (laughs) all right what do i have to talk about today real quick the oh okay so there's a new netflix uh, I think it's a show or docu-series about this thing that I watch on uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved or BuzzFeed Mysteries. I forgot the name of the series. About this lady who disappeared in a hotel and their CCTV of her in a, uh, a hotel doing some weird fucking shit, bro. Weird shit. Uh, it's called the, – the series called The Vanish- Vanishing at the Cecil or Cecil. Cecil or Cecil? Hotel. Cecil? I think it's Cecil. Cecil. 
Cecil. I'll just go with Cecil. Benching at the Cecil Hotel. And if you've watched this video before, it, it happened in like 2013. It's like the weirdest fucking thing. Like this lady, it seems like she's kind of like possessed. And then she's going from floor to floor, like different floors. And it's so strange. Like it's so creepy. If you, if you have to watch this in the morning, uh, watch the BuzzFeed, uh, unsolved. I think that's what it is. BuzzFeed Unsolved and look for that episode. I haven't seen the Netflix show yet, but I'm, I'm planning to probably watch because I'm, I'm actually very invested in this whole thing. But Rhea, my radio partner Rhea and I were talking yesterday about it because she's super into that as well. And, uh, I didn't really delve into the, that one of the theories, the theory being that she was the lady who disappeared. Uh, I forgot her name. I think she was like Asian American. She was there's a theory that she was playing something called the Eller Elevator Game. So let me just tell you about that. Just reading about it is so fucking freaky. And I don't know why anyone in their, you know, right mind. I, I don't care if you're a skeptic uh, of supernatural things. Why why risk it, right? So according to this website called scarymommy.com, <laughs> here's the elevator game. Because it the, the game, once you complete it, it's supposed to take you to like another dimension, a dimension, you know, outside of our realm of existence. So here, or getting to the other world as this website describes. So let me tell you guys, and if you're listening to this at night, you might get a little creeped out. So maybe you should postpone it till your morning drive. So here's how you play the elevator game. According to this website, you enter the elevator alone, uh, or with your friends, it says here, but no one else. Do not get out on any of the floors. And if any outsiders get on the elevator, you'll have to start over. So basically, you can only complete this with your by yourself or with the group that you're originally starting with. So if let's say uh, you open, you go to like the floor you have to go to. That's my pumasok neba. Someone else comes in, you have to start over from the first step. But here's this: you go to the fourth floor, then you go to the second floor, then you go to the sixth floor, go back to the second floor, go to the tenth floor, and then return to the fifth floor. So when it says here, like when once people get to this fifth floor. Uh, uh, it's then that people who have done it have uh, recounted that they've seen a young woman and you're instructed not to look at her. She may or may not try to talk to you, asking for help or antagonizing you. Oh my fucking God, bro. How could you not interact? If some creepy lady like Multo or whatever, white lady, I don't know. You, you, let's say you play this game, right? You go to the fifth floor, that's big lad, the door opens, and there's a fucking lady there who looks scary as fuck. How could you not look? I mean, you'd be like, how could you, I, I don't know. I would probably punch her. And that's interacting, so I, that would fuck me up, right? Okay, so anyway, once you run into this lady, you're, you're supposed to not in- interact with them, right? And then after you, the fifth floor, you have to go to the second floor. Oh, sorry. Press the button for the first floor. And if you press the button to the first floor, it says here that two things might happen. The first thing is, if the elevator descends to the first floor, exit immediately and do not look back or speak. And I think that's the end of the game for you. However, if you press the button for the first floor, but the elevator starts going up, you have been allowed into the other world. So when you reach the 10th floor, things might look slightly different. No one will be there. The power might be out. Some players have claimed to look out windows and see only a red cross in the distance. If you choose to exit the elevator, you should ignore the the woman's attempt to question or stop you. 
could you imagine like a creepy lady just sit? You're not supposed to look at her, but she's like, hey, help me, help, help me. Oh my God. Is this a horror podcast, JC? Uh, and okay. So how do you return? If you choose to stay in the elevator and not explore, just press the button for the first floor and return home. You might have to keep pressing the button to get it to work. If you choose to get off the elevator and explore, there are a few rules to follow. Okay, here are some of the rules. You must use the same elevator you use to arrive. You must finish this, the first steps, the floor sequences, so the ones I, I mentioned earlier. And then when you reach the fifth floor, which is if you remember from the original or uh, instructions, that's when you might encounter the woman for the first time. You have to press the button to the first floor. The elevator will attempt to return to, to the 10th floor, begin pressing other floor numbers to stop the elevator before you reach the 10th floor, and then proceed to the first floor again. Hmm. So that's pretty much what it is. And then if you go on Reddit, uh, there, like this account, this scary mommy article links you to some accounts of people on Reddit who have done it and people are telling their stories. So I don't know if they're trolling. I don't know if they really experienced it. I mean, the concept of this game has inspired a Korean horror film, also a short YouTube flick, and now this Netflix documentary. Um, and that shit is scary as fuck, right? I mean, why would you do that? To prove to, to everyone that it's a bunch of shit? Just in the off chance, like the, the point zero 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 nine 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 percent like it's so minuscule that it's probably not true, right? But just in case it is, why would you want to do that? Get the fuck out of here, bro. Why? Why would I? Why would? Oh, my God. I don't know, man. So did this lady uh, in the Cecil Hotel... Was she playing this elevator game? I haven't seen the, the Netflix docu-series, so I don't know if they even tackle that. Maybe it's more of the realistic, did, did someone kidnap her? Was she forced like to do this by somebody else You know, for maybe blackmail? I don't know. Maybe they might delve into that, but I just found that concept really creepy and I guess interesting. I mean, did she disappear into the alternate world and never was never able to come back? Maybe she forgot the order of uh floors to go to and she's still stuck there. Who knows, right? Crazy. Crazy. And actually on the same vein, uh last night on Heard on Thursdays, my my radio show that I host, uh it's a talk show I host every Thursday. I honor, I interviewed a psychic tarot card reader. It's actually my second time to interview him this time over the phone or over Zoom or StreamYard. His name is J.L. Manalili. And just talking to him, you know, he's a nice guy. Uh, but whenever he talks about the, the supernatural shit, I am just like, I, you have balls of steel, sir. He was, he was saying that he started uh, his interest in paranormal investigation at 16 years old. See, if I, I don't know, I, never in my life had I said, I want to see spirits. I want to interact with, with dead people. <laughs> to put it bluntly, I've never, never thought that in my life. Ever. So he told me he started when he was 16. And he says that there are people who are naturally psychically gifted or inborn. I think Yung Taog, uh, no, Yung Taog's uh, term, like the term is called inborn for those who have the inborn abilities to interact with, I guess, spirits and shit. I should have asked him about the elevator game. I completely forgot. It, it slipped my mind. Uh, then he also read some tarot card readings of, of callers, which for me, I find a little, I'm a little, I'll be honest, I'm a little skeptical at how that works. However, the whole, you know, plane of, of people, of like spirits and shit existing in, in, in maybe like within our realms, I kind of get that. I feel like there's too much, you know, the, we did not, you know, if you've listened to my podcast about religion, 
I don't know about God, but I know there's some supernatural element because we didn't come from nothing, right? What came first, the chicken or the egg, right? Blah, blah, blah. Whoever made the egg, whatever supernatural creature, super, you know, and I mean, maybe not super, I don't know, just some being that we've never seen. So I, I kind of, you know, his line of work, I'm not, I'm not super skeptical of, except for maybe the tarot cards, <laughs> but the, the way that he can maybe interact with ghosts and shit, I kind of get that. Uh, but I don't like, uh, so he was just, you know, telling stories of how he started when he was 16 and he got into it and then now he can, you know, he's, he's, He's doing it as a profession. There's energy healing that he does too, or maybe he wants to help uh, people get rid of spirits that are maybe causing an energy imbalance in their house. And he was telling me about, you know, when you see spirits and stuff in movies, it's very exaggerated. Uh, they're more like, you know, well, the way he described when he sees spirits, it's more like it's just like a smoke or like a fog rather than a full silhouette of a, you know, Ooh, ghost like Casper. Uh, J.L. Manalili, that's his name. If you want to look him up, uh, go ahead. If you want to avail of his services, you know, it's up to you. Uh, maybe more on the whole super, the psychic part. Maybe I feel like it would be in your, in your ballpark. I don't know. Tarot cards, guys, I don't know how that shit is real. I mean, I, some people believe in it. And you know, he, he, he even told me that there, he had re- card readings that, uh, were very accurate to some people. Uh, so I guess he has returned clients because, you know, they believe in his tarot card readings. But for me, and nothing against JL, nothing against any of, uh, any tarot card readers. But how does that work, man? Like, you're literally, he was even able to give a tarot card reading for someone on, like, who just commented on Facebook. So without seeing the person, without knowing, hearing their voice, without knowing anything about them, he was able to give them a reading based on a card. And he was telling me that he was feeling the energy of the card. It's kind of like he was the conduit between the person asking and and like the 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 card itself he says that there's like an energy energy calling to him but that energy is based off the energy that like the person asking is giving to the cards but how from a facebook comment i don't know it's just a little bit skeptical about that but the psychic part and like seeing you know ghosts and shit i won't super doubt that I mean, I've never seen one. Uh, I don't have a third eye or inborn psychic abilities. That, you know, I've never really. But I think we've all experienced weird stuff in life that maybe could be attributed to something other than the physical world. And I, I, I think I agree with that. So, JL Manalili, that was my interview last night. Okay. All right, moving on. What else we got? Uh, I have two more things uh, while we... Well, I'm at 14 minutes, so I'm going to just maybe try to get to 20. Let's talk about the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks are an NBA basketball team. However, they uh, they made headlines recently, not because of basketball. Mm, wait, the the national anthem. Okay, they they decided to the Mark Cuban and the he's the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. They decided that they weren't going to play the national anthem. At the beginning of every game, the U.S. national anthem. However, they had to reverse it uh, because the NBA released a statement. But he, so Mark Cuban, he expressed hope that people who feel that the anthem does not represent them should have their voices respected and heard. And if you've ever followed U.S. Uh, like controversy with the U.S. National Anthem. There's this guy named Colin Kaepernick who was an American NFL football player and he would take a knee. He would kneel during the National Anthem and because of this, 
he was actually kind of run out of the league because he people were so affected by him kneeling during the national anthem because what are you supposed to do you're supposed to stand take your hat off put your hand on your your chest i think it's the same here philippine national anthem right Eh. so even though the mavericks tried to uh you know take that policy away they they were forced to put it back and i find that so strange the the national anthem standing for it i don't get it is it because you're in the country? Like, I've always... Remember there was an issue here in the Philippine cinema. I think some guy refused... Let me look that up. Some guy refused to stand up. Philippine National Anthem Cinema. Some guy got arrested or something. Let me see. Here we go. Oh, this is different. I didn't even know about this one. 34 people... Uh, were arrested for sitting out the national anthem at uh, a screening of the movie The House of Us. Oh, The House of Us with with Kathniel. This was in 20... So whenever that movie... 2018. So almost uh, September of 2018. So two and a half years ago. Refusing to stand up and face the flag could land you in jail during the singing of the Philippine national anthem. Around 34 moviegoers learned this lesson in Lemery Town. Lemery? In Batangas, after cops arrested them for not standing up when Lupang Hinirang was played before the 2 p.m. screening of The House of Us. Operatives of the police station conducted operations against violators of Republic Act 8491. So there was like a sting operation? (laughs) What the fuck? At said place that resulted in... Oh my... So you're telling me this is what the resources were going to? Like, there were police officers on standby at every cinema... Just to see who wasn't gonna stand. This is the resources. This is the, this was an important, like, sting operation. Uh, they were detained at the Lemery, Lemery. How do you say that? Lemery? I've never heard of that place. Sounds like an American city name rather than a place in Batangas. Lemery, L-E-M-E-R-Y, police station while appropriate charges were prepared. So RA-8491, or the Flag and Heraldic Code of the Philippines, mandates reverence and respect for the Philippine flag at all times. Okay, so there's there's two parts to this. Okay, when I say I don't agree with standing for the national anthem, I think it's because, you know, I don't mean that I disrespect. Is that disrespecting the flag if you don't stand for it? What if you're not Filipino, for example? Is it because you're in the country? Now, for me, burning a flag, that, that crosses the line. Or spitting on it, or, or tarnishing it, or cutting it up, uh, is, I feel like it's disrespecting the flag. But is it worthy of arrest? Just in general, I mean, just, I'm just thinking, like, even if you wanted to cut up a flag or burn a flag, why is it such a big deal? Is it a national pride? I think it's such an outdated thing. But to arrest people for not standing, violating the rules, by the way, uh, set by the flag code is punishable by a fine of 5,000 to 20,000. Oh, so more than violating COVID. Nice. <laughs> or by up to a year in prison or both. Putang ina. Um, Jesus. I don't know, man. I, I don't agree with having to force people to stand up for the national anthem. As long as they're not talking over it or maybe making a ruckus because Colin Kaepernick for example he just took a knee he didn't like he didn't curse it at the national anthem he didn't close his eyes and like put his 
ear, you know, cover his ears and go, nah, 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 I can't. Like, he just decided not to stand for it. And so many, well, quote unquote, patriots were so offended by it. We, I, I, I'm just very, it's, it seems like such a archaic thing. Maybe in the days of colonization, you know, in the days of the war, when you're, you're fighting for your country, uh, and another country has kind of invaded you. I mean, Philippines is probably, we've been invaded how many times, right? How many, how many, you know, the Spanish, the U.S. So maybe during that time, I could maybe see it being like a show of, Hey, I'm on the, I'm a I'm a Filipino, respect the flag. But now, you know, it's 2021. The world is relatively at peace. We're not, there's no world war going on. To be arrested for not standing? Maybe if you, if there was a national anthem and then a person just started yelling, fuck the Philippines, fuck the flag. Yeah, okay, arrest that guy. But for just to sit down? I don't know, man. What do you guys think about that? I think it's such a, you know, old, outdated, archaic practice. It's just, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, is it a just a, maybe in school? Even in school, I found it so weird. We we had to recite the pre, the pledge of allegiance to the flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and ah, uh, I forgot now. Like all the enemies, good and and uh, local and international. <laughs> wait, wait, pledge of allegiance. Singing it. The pledge of allegiance. The pledge of allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which that one nation under God and with justice. Yeah. So we had to say that in school. I forgot if it was high school. We had to say it. And I was like, this is fucking weird. What about like people that weren't born here? Maybe some, some people weren't even U.S. citizens. Like they were immigrants. I mean, I, I could. And the thing is, they had to stand too. I mean, they probably didn't listen. So it's like, why is it such a big deal if they just sit down? Strange to me, okay? That's it. I just wanted your thoughts on that. So then that Mavericks, unfortunately, they had to take away that. It's a very bold and brave statement to make in this uh, world, by the way, what the Mavericks did. So I have a lot of respect for them respecting people who maybe don't want to stand for the flag or maybe don't want to, you know, don't have don't have any emotional or, or social ties to the U.S. national anthem. Interesting stuff, huh? The world we live in, the priorities that we have in life. I think as long as you're a good person, I don't care if you stand or sit for a flag. As long as you don't disrespect, I, I feel like sitting down is not disrespecting a day. It, it, it feels like, if ever, like on the scale of disrespectful things to do, it's not that disrespectful. I mean, it's not the military, right? If the military, there's rules, right? Stand straight, salute your commanding officer. Like, I get that. Oh, stand while the, you're, you know, U.S., you're joining the U.S. Army, you better stand for the fucking flag. Okay, cool, man. But in schools or when teachers come into the room and you have to stand for your teacher, I just find that so weird. It's a, it's a, I mean, I get there's maybe a discipline aspect, uh, there's a discipline aspect to it. But get the fuck out of here, right? <laughs> okay, last thing we're talking about. Kardashians. I saw this article. <laughs> The Kardashians once again are uh, being uh, well. No, they they are a what do you call it? They are making the news or the headlines again in terms of fashion because the Kardashians are now setting the trend for bikinis. 
uh, or I guess resetting the trend. According to a few articles, uh, L, uh, the New York Post, Cosmopolitan, the Kardashians are wearing their bikinis upside down and the trend is back for 2021. So I was like, what the fuck is an upside down bikini? And I, I looked at the pictures and I'm like, isn't, how is it upside down? It looks like just a bikini that's smaller. <laughs> In case you missed it, according to L Australia, the upside down bikini trend is back for 2021 courtesy of the Kardashians. Most recently spotted on Kylie Jenner and her elder sister, Courtney Kardashian, both of whom seem to be enjoying a very sunny beach holiday. Blah, 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 blah. The appearance of a triangle bikini worn upside down. So I'm trying to figure out what does it mean if it was worn regularly? Is it because it looks like the the bra strings or the bikini strings are crossing across so parashan triangle across the neck so it's like a necklace coming down rather than over the over the shoulders like a regular bra would i'm thinking that's what it means i just think this is i is this a thing i didn't know this was a thing but please lord make it a thing man uh jk um mm, so the kardashians have this much power huh like, can you imagine just waking up, being a Kardashian, and say, "Hey, let's set a new trend. Let's wear Crocs today and turn the fashion world upside down." Because you know, people hate Crocs because they look ugly. Tbh, they are fucking ugly. But I love them. I wear Crocs. I've worn Crocs ever since ever. Crocs and Sanuks. I love those shoes because they're fucking comfortable. But imagine if the Kardashians started wearing Sanuks, the world would go insane. First day would there would be people judging him like have the Kardashians finally lost their fashion sense? But I guarantee you, sales of San you better buy stock in Sanuk to the moon. If the Kardashians start wearing those, it's GGs for sales. It's gonna be over for for any competing brand of whatever like Sanuk's competing brand is. It's nuts. So have you guys heard of this? Just Google it. Google upside down bikini. So you can see what I'm talking about. And uh, damn, Kylie Jenner is rocking it, bro. So I was looking up regular bikini. So I, yeah, I think it is. You know, over the shoulders versus like crisscross. It's like crisscross, I think. Huh? I've never worn a bikini in my life, but I'm, I'm trying to understand the difference. Because at first sight, you wouldn't, well, maybe because I'm a guy. At first sight, I'm thinking, oh, that's just like a sexy looking bikini. But maybe... So can you turn a regular bikini into an upside down bikini or a inside out or what what's the term? What is it? What did I say? It's a mm, upside down. So can any bikini be upside because my underwear is upside down right now. Is that a trend? Could I make that a trend? Upside down boxer shorts 2021. <laughs> so can any bikini be upside down to any of the ladies out there who wear bikinis? Could you kindly let me know? You don't have to send me pictures, okay? Just let me know. What is the difference between a bikini, wearing a bikini normally, versus wearing a bikini upside down? And if I'm correct by that, like the strings cross across your neck rather than on your shoulders. But then when I'm looking at this other photo, this other photo from Kylie, Kendall, I always, people always give me shit. No, Kylie's the one with the blah, blah, blah. And Kendall is the blah, blah. No, look at this. Kylie, 
Kylie Jenner's uh, upside down. Her her strings go over the shoulder, but this is still an upside inside out bikini. So what is what is it? I'm, I'm confused. Actually, now that I see this, I'm confused because the one that Courtney posted, her strings are going across her neck rather than her shoulders. Kendall posted one naman where there's no string at all. It's just strapless. So what is an inside or upside down bikini? Let me know. Riddle me this. Okay. And what is more, what is uh, more of a mystery? The disappearance of that lady in the Cecil hotel or what exactly is an upside down bikini? That is the lesson of today. Advanced uh, Valentine's Day. Happy Chinese New Year for today. If you're listening and uh, please follow my Facebook gaming stream. I've, I've found a, you know, some, a little bit of uh success lately uh in terms of maybe people who are consistently coming back so i would love to have you on the facebook gaming stream remember it's not just about the game it's really just about hanging out and talking to me and you know what i feel like you'd be entertained by the game it's really an, an exciting game eh, when you watch it even if you're not a a fan or if you never played the game i think you would enjoy the concept of surviving being the last man or woman surviving in the game i think it's fantastic so join me on there uh and we can just talk. It's basically, like I said, it's like this podcast, but for hours. And you can ask me anything. You can talk about things outside of gaming. Like yesterday, we were talking about food and anime. So the link is there. It's, or you can just go to facebook.com or fb.gg slash it's me, JC, I-T-S-M-E-J-A-Y-S-E-E. You can follow my social media as well. It's all in the podcast uh, description below. And that's it to uh, brighter streaming future for myself i'm willing it to the universe oh by the way the doggies are back in my place margo and snoopy i'm so happy so it's a it's it's a good time all around okay i will update you in my life uh, on tuesday enjoy your weekend once again happy valentine's and i'll catch you all say with me later even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.